Planning for every aspect of retirement goes beyond paperwork, social security, and tax strategies. Your bucket list deserves attention as well. Consider these aspects to ensure a comprehensive retirement plan. And now, Retire Right Radio with Paul Roberts. It is a comprehensive process to make sure that you retire the right way. And we're going to go through that in opening up Retire Right Radio with Weston Lindemann. Weston Lindemann is part of the team of all-star advisors at Roberts Wealth Management. Learn more about the firm and the team at robertswealth.com. Weston, it's a, it is a lot, and we've got a lot to, to dig into here into making sure that we do retire the right way. Let's start with this. When someone comes to you, they've accumulated a lot of investment accounts. Is, that, is this the time to look at consolidation? Absolutely. You know, sometimes we have people who come in and they've got, uh, you know, 10 different accounts, old 401ks, rollover IRAs, you know, two or three different custodians, maybe some some speculative accounts over here on Robinhood or E-Trade or something like that. And uh, it makes things a lot more difficult. You know, I, I don't know about you, but m- I think most people's idea of retirement probably doesn't include managing that many accounts. <laughs> no. And it does overcomplicate things. And that's why we, we say as part of our planning process that, you know, we, we know you want an intelligent and well-designed plan, but we also promise to keep it simple. It's important. Mm-hmm. You know, it really is. them. Now, they want to get out and enjoy their retirement. Um, what about, uh, but getting everything right beforehand is is critical. Well, what about having a budget? I don't know how much of, how many of us walk around with a budget in our working lives, like a written budget, but how important is that to have in retirement? Well, it is one of the most important things, because if you don't know how much money you spend, then you can't possibly predict what your goal income should be in retirement. And if you don't have a goal income in retirement, then how do you know if you've saved enough, right? How do you know if your assets are positioned accordingly? Mm-hmm. And that's why we begin with that end in mind with our income planning process that shows, okay, if based on your goal income in retirement, and of course that goes hand in hand with that budget, here's how much money that we need to have um, in our various assets, you know, IRA, Roth IRA, whatever the case may be, and then we plan our income streams accordingly. But we have to begin with that number you know, how much money do we need? And so that begins with a conversation around budgets. So we're not looking for a very, you know, itemized list. We don't, we don't need you to say, you know, I'm only going to spend X amount of dollars on groceries and and not a dollar more because that's just not (laughs) practical, you know, but at the same time, we need to know, are we planning to spend $4,000 a month? Are we planning to spend $7,000 a month? You know, some sort of round number as a starting Mm -hmm. point. And then understanding that our our income plan is very much a living document and that we update it as we go. Yeah. And, you know, I, I do this from time to time. I'll, I'll, I get online with my banking and just go look at the last month and see how much I spent, you know, on different things just to get a general idea of how I'm doing and keeping track of it. You know, you talked about simplifying. What about some general cleanup, uh, organizing documents or even digitizing this goes hand in hand and typically it's the people that have the multiple accounts like that that are kind of at different custodians and there's a whole lot going on that also don't know where their financial documents are right if you don't know where your statements are it makes everyone's job a little bit harder Mm -hmm. when you come into our office and and ask for our help and and that's why you know if we get a couple of meetings into our process and we don't have statements we kind of have to hit the brakes and it makes things a little bit more difficult we prefer there to be, um, you know, a bit more of a smooth process in putting together a plan, but that means having that information on hand as well. Um, I had recently a case in which we were putting on the final details of a a plan, and we we found out sort of late in the game that there's uh, some whole life policies out there that there's cash value that could have been an important part of the discussion early on. And now, fortunately, it fit well into this plan, uh, but it would have been a lot more efficient had we discussed something like that on the front end. So, you know, having your your statements, all financial documents that are relevant, you know, if you have an estate plan, that's a crucial piece of this as well. It's hard to talk investments when we don't have the full picture. And the same goes for income planning when we're when we're lacking information. And, you know, even if you're not working with an advisor yet and you're just trying to see for your own um, planning purposes, it, it's a lot harder to do if you don't have the information that you need. 
good steps here we're going through to make sure you go through these before you retire. And that's part of that process in working with the team at Roberts Wealth Management. 800-891-8680 is how you can schedule. Claim your comprehensive review. 800-891-8680. Now, in a, an evaluation of your emergency fund, we all should have that actually through our lives because things happen. Uh, what, what should we have in that emergency fund? Well, a good rule of thumb is going to be six months of expenses. Uh, Now, I realize that for working individuals, that's not always something that is accomplished because, you know, with inflation these days, it's a lot harder to save those dollars, especially if you're also putting dollars into your retirement account. Uh, But that is the goal, right, to have six months of an emergency fund, six months of expenses. Now, in retirement, there's a couple of other nuances here because if you have an IRA that you're not pulling Uh, you know, withdrawals from. You may have it in your mind that this is earmarked for emergencies. I hear that commonly. Uh, People, you know, have good fixed income in retirement. They've also got this IRA over here that's kind of not forgotten about, but it's not something they're planning to take dollars from Mm -hmm. except for in an emergency. And whenever that's the case, I just want people to realize uh, that there are more strategic ways to go about having an emergency fund. And for one thing, those IRA dollars, if you take a, a large withdrawal, say you, you need to do some repairs to the car or to the house or whatever the case is, something comes up, a major expense, if you pull those dollars from a traditional IRA, there are, of course, tax consequences right. along with that. In retirement, that can mean the difference in Medicare premiums being lower or higher. That can be the difference in tax brackets. It because can be, it's income. Right? Exactly. And so yeah. it can also affect your Social Security. Um, so... Um, a good, good example, a scenario that I've actually seen is, you know, someone has a traditional IRA. This isn't an emergency, but still applicable to what we're talking about here. And that is, you know, they want to take the family out on a vacation. You know, they're several years into retirement at this point, and uh, past, you know, they're they're in Medicare age, they're receiving Social Security, and they're just before the next um, Medicare premium threshold. They take ten thousand dollars out of the IRA to take the family on a vacation, and they accidentally just bump themselves into the next Medicare bracket. Mm-hmm. So we don't want that to be something that you have to worry about in retirement. So what that means for us is on the front end, we need to be planning to do Roth conversions early on in retirement so that the earlier we get those out of the way, the, the fewer worries we'll have down the road. What about insurance when you review that with people when they first come to you? I'm sure that there are some changes necessary. Can you explain that review process? Yeah. So if you bring us, you know, some details about your insurance policies, one of the things that we find actually in in retirement is people who are overinsured. We don't want people paying, you know, uh, unnecessary premiums for insurance policies that they don't need. And insurance has to have a purpose, right? You're transferring the risk of something to the insurance company. And so... Uh, A common example that I've seen, you know, perhaps someone has a mortgage and so they had a term policy so that in the event that they uh, were to pass the debt obligation that in this case, the mortgage would not be a burden to their their loved ones after the fact. And so the term policy would therefore be available to cover the cost of that mortgage if that were to happen. Well, then the mortgage gets paid off, but we still have the term policy. You know, that's an example. Yeah. Uh, same thing with whole life. You know, I've seen I've seen p- people paying uh, recently, actually, 25 percent of their fixed income, a couple that was paying 25 percent of their fixed income towards uh, whole life policies. And what? they're they're doing it for the death benefit. Uh-huh. But if they took the cash value out of that whole life policy, in this case, they could actually put that into a specific annuity that has a 40 percent bonus that would be payable to their beneficiaries. And over a course of about 10 years in this case, it would, it would have actually been a, a comparable death benefit, and they would have been saving 25% of their income on a wow. monthly basis as a result. Saving, what a more efficient way to do that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, well, now, um, you have the 401k coaching program, so that's a good way to, especially those not yet retired, but close and looking at making sure your investment strategies are right for you and even looking at beneficiary uh, possible updates. The 401k coaching, it's one of the most important things that we do, and we do it at, at no cost. 
right? Okay, so the idea is that we do this for you and you remember us when you get to 59 and a half and sure. you're able to roll over that 401k. Of course, you know, Robert's Wealth is not a charity and we want to do business with you. <laughs> right. But with that being said, if someone comes in our door and they're not 59 and a half yet, they've got the 401ks, uh, what we'll do for you is help you make the best decisions within that 401k plan. You know, we understand there's a limited menu of options there and there's winners and losers in the market. You know, we're in a world where uh, you're up against quantitative hedge fund traders on Wall Street who have so much more technology and access to information than you do in your 401k plan, in which oftentimes you're getting very little, if if any, advice. Um, and so what we do is we come in and we say, okay, here's how you should allocate those dollars. You know, we talk about what percentage should you be contributing. You know, if you have a Roth portion in your 401k, prioritizing that is important for a lot of people. And uh, ultimately, it can be the difference, you know, in that financial red zone of whether or not you have to work a couple of extra years. So, for example, if you have a lot of money in your, um, you know, allocations in your 401k that are heavy in the market, a lot of risk, you know, maybe you're too aggressive in your 401k. And I know the psychology is, well, you want to be aggressive so you get more growth. And in these final couple of years, you, you end up with more money in your 401k. Well, what the if something happens? That, right, <laughs> yeah. exactly. The downside of that is your target retirement date is no longer when you're able to retire. Now you've got to go and work a couple of extra years just to get back to even because of a market downturn. So, you know, it's our job to pay attention to what's going on in the market. And when we see the writing on the wall that says, okay, a, a market downturn is, you know, who knows the date and time that it's going to occur, but it's certainly on the way. When we see that, we can communicate to our um, clients that we're working with in our 401k coaching program and let them know now's not a bad time to consider that stable value fund mm-hmm. you know, not, not the most exciting thing in the world in terms of returns but you'll be glad that you did it in the event that you don't lose 20 percent while everyone Absolutely. else around you uh, who didn't do that you know, i saw those losses i saw it in 08 with people who had to delay their retirement 08 09 because mm-hmm. of that Uh, Let's get the right retirement for you. You can find out what that is in a comprehensive review, and you can schedule that at no cost, no obligation. Whether you've got, you know, 10 or 12 accounts that we need to consolidate or you don't know where to begin with your budget, you know, maybe your financial house just isn't in order or you've got some of these things already checked off and you just want to get a second review to see what else you can be doing. Uh, This is what we do all day, every day at Robert's Wealth. Give us a call and schedule an appointment for that complimentary consultation. They're going to go over all of that and more, uh, all that Weston covered there and more in this comprehensive review. Call to schedule 800-891-8680, 800-891-8680. They'll talk to you about your risk and assess that. Uh, they'll talk to you about strategies just like Weston uh, was was mentioning uh, to achieve the same goal and save 25%. Not bad. I mean, they'll look for opportunities like that for you when you come Come in to schedule 800-891-8680, 800-891-8680. When we come back, some easy ways to get into and stay in the saving habit, things that your future self will thank you for doing. That's coming up on Retire Right Radio. Weston Lindemann is part of the team of all-star advisors at the firm Roberts Wealth Management, a fiduciary firm, offices in Pensacola, in Daphne, also in uh, around the Houston area, uh, the original office in Biloxi, a growing firm definitely with a passion for helping people get to retirement the right way. We mentioned this a lot, uh, Weston, for instance, you're in the, the Pensacola office, but whoever you're meeting with, they are uh, like you, a part of that team of all-star advisors uh, with strengths in all the components of retirement. And certainly uh, each of you have your own stronger areas, but you've got the person uh, you can call on because it's a team effort with everyone you work with. That's exactly right. It's what we we do on the majority of our Mondays for pretty much all day. We, We work as a team on all the new cases that have come in over the past week you know, if there's um, an estate question or a complicated tax question, we've got an advisor that that works in that area. You know, if your portfolio needs to be analyzed, if your life insurance policies need to have a closer look taken, then we've got advisors who do just that. And I, I like that approach because it means I don't have to know everything. Right. Uh, and along the way, I tend to pick up more and more knowledge from 
my fellow advisors by sure. talking it over with them every week. You know, here here's a new case, and I don't know what the answer to this is. And through hearing them work through the problem, I get to learn as well. So that next time when I see something similar, I already know what the answer is. Yeah, I mean it's a, it's a great team effort, definitely in many ways in in building that plan. But even in those you work with, which a great time to to come and, and schedule a review and maybe even start that process is when you're in that financial red zone near retirement, say five to ten years away, and you're doing everything you can to build things up as the best you can so you can enter retirement even stronger. We're going to look at some very simple steps you can do that can help boost your savings. Um, so. You know, Weston, I'm sure you talk to people about this. Even small increases can have a huge impact. That's right. One or two percent, you know, an increase in your contribution, whether it's to your 401k or just, you know, starting a Roth. And and that's a big one, too. You know, we talk about Roth so much. And oftentimes I feel like I'm, I'm getting people discouraged because they feel like they're too late. They don't have a Roth account set up yet. Well, it's really not too late. And if you can just start increasing those contributions or just beginning those contributions, no matter at what stage you are in the financial red zone, that's going to that's gonna really help out um, in the end. And it, I see it all the time when we're going through our income plans. Uh, you know, it starts to occur to people, okay, here's where I'm at today. And if I'm going to retire in two more years, I know what my income gap is going to be if I don't do anything different. And so working in reverse, we can sort of uh, show people an exact figure on if you are to increase your your savings by X amount, that's going to cover your income gap in retirement. Okay, a little reverse engineering on that to help bridge that gap. Give us an example. For instance, let's say someone says we, you talked about the four hundred one k coaching program. Mm-hmm. Let's say someone decided I'm going to kick in an extra one percent. What kind of difference could that make? Well, it, it makes a difference because you're you're compounding that annually, of course, and um, you know more. The more money you put to work, the more opportunities for for growth, for the interest to be collected on that, and again, that compounds as well on an annual basis. And so, uh, those small adjustments, you know, when we're talking about withdrawal rates, and I know people toss around, you know, you need a million dollars to retire, or you need a half a million dollars to right. retire. Well, part of that is figuring out what is your withdrawal rate, you know, is it 4%? Is it 5%? And that's all oftentimes, of course, dictated purely on what are your expense needs versus your fixed income. So, you know, you have, say, 3000 a month coming in from fixed income in retirement, your Social Security, maybe a pension. Uh, but say you need $4,000 a month, that means you need $1,000 a month. So then if, if we have, if we know what we have over on the the right side of our income plan, our assets, when we break down our assets and see, you know, projections for growth, we can then go in and decide uh, how much is a responsible amount to pull without depleting the principal. That's the goal. Mm-hmm. And, of course, it doesn't always work out that way. Say your uh, expense needs are too high and you didn't save enough. Well, best we can do is show you you know, where you're at. We can't just make it look good so that you feel comfortable and then one day realize you're out of money. No, we, we want to give you a reality check in that point. And it can be the difference when we're talking about these withdrawal rates, you know, a 1% increase in savings, well, that can be another 1% increase in the amount you're able to withdraw down the line. And yeah. and those small percentages, they really do add up. Well, they do. And uh, we've looked at some simple steps that could have a big impact, but we're also going to look at how you can start getting into that savings fever, you know, that habit of saving. That's that's coming up in this segment. But first, to, to reach out and schedule with Weston and the team at, at Robert's Wealth, 800-891-8680. Uh, you can just call in to schedule at 800-891-8680. I'm always better when I automate things, whether it's bills that I pay or even in savings. Uh, what about, is that something we should consider automating? For instance, IRA contributions. It's the best way to go about doing this because, you know, the, the least amount of inconvenience you can have, you know, the less the pain is to get something done, the more likely it is you are to do it. You know, that's why nobody sticks with the workout routine, right? It's so hard to do and it's, <laughs> right. it, there's some pain involved and sometimes we can't see the reward because of all the pain. Well, same is true with retirement savings. If If you have it automated, it's happening and you don't have to think about it or worry about it. You don't have to figure out, okay, I've got to go over here and do a transfer to from one account to another. It's just automatic. That That's the best way to do it. I know not everybody does that, but I would encourage you to do so. 
Oh, yeah. We were talking about doing a, a cleanup, financial cleaning. Uh, the other thing I like is to go paperless every chance I get. <laughs> you know well, you know. unless you like getting, you know, 20 different letters in the mail from right. Charles Schwab or whatever custodian <laughs> you're using. And some people like that. But for everybody else, yeah, paperless is going to make your life uh, a lot simpler as well. Absolutely. Now, if your company offers a match, obviously take that. Do uh, contribute yep. up to that point. At as, least. A, as a general guideline, when it comes to 401ks, if we don't have a Roth portion in our 401k, we want to contribute up to the match, just like you said. And that's because it's free money, right? You can't beat that. And beyond that, though, we want to immediately pivot to some other buckets, right? If we're able to contribute to a Roth, that's a good idea. Perhaps we're looking at tax code 7702 and we want, you know, a big bucket of tax free, non reportable income in retirement. Well, uh, an indexed universal life policy is going to be a good way to do that. So that's an option as an alternative to tax-free savings um, if you can't access a Roth or if you're looking to do something in addition to a Roth. But I would say for a lot of people, that's a better route to go than just simply maxing out the 401k. Mm -hmm. And a big reason why is because, well, one, we sure, you get the tax deferral with the 401k. You don't have to pay taxes today, and nobody likes paying taxes. But um, in 2025, the current tax code expires, and that means that those pre-tax dollars, you know, when you take a withdrawal, they could very well be at a much higher tax rate. And uh, we don't think that that's the best path forward for our clients. And so we want to encourage people to, again, uh, av avoid making your number one priority for retirement savings, maxing out that 401k. The exception there being, if your 401k has a Roth portion, um, either going all in on the Roth or doing a 50-50 combination as mm -hmm. a hedge against future tax increases while still getting some tax savings today. That's not a bad strategy by any means. No, it definitely, uh, that makes sense. And and on the subject, staying on taxes, obviously, if, if you get a tax refund, most of that maybe should go into your savings efforts? Well, now that takes a lot of discipline. And so yeah, it does. one of the things we want to look at with the tax refund is, did we overpay on our withholdings earlier in the year? Mm -hmm. And so uh, more than likely it. you did. Right. For, and for some people, they do that intentionally with the idea being that it's it's another way to save. But I want to discourage you from going that route because you're giving a interest free loan to the IRS. And <laughs> I, I just want to pose right. the question. Do you do you think they do the same for you? Uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> not at all. It is true. It is true. I mean, they're holding your money mm -hmm. if you overpay. Yep. So let's let's avoid doing that. And obviously, if you get a raise, um, I mean, that's found money, really. Uh, maybe not all of it go to savings efforts, but should most? Well, you know, I, I don't really want to get into the business of telling people too much how to enjoy their lives and spend their money. But, you know, if you came to me and said, I've got this big annual bonus coming up at the end of the year. I know I'm going to spend a certain portion of that. But what do I do with the remainder? Well, have you filled up that Roth bucket yet for the year? Yeah. That'd be a good time to make those contributions. Or uh, depending on the size of the bonus, uh, it would be a good opportunity to fund that IUL. Start gener start getting that tax-free bucket uh, growing, right, with those bonuses, especially if you're in a position where you know you're getting those bonuses on a recurring, you know, annual basis. That would be a good strategy. Um, another thing that you could think about when it comes to raises is pretend like you didn't get a raise. Take the difference, and that's your savings. That's a much better strategy than, you know, adjusting your lifestyle and then finding out you haven't saved enough for retirement, and so now you've got to go back and do the opposite, which is adjust downwards, you know, somehow cut right. expenses, and that's a lot more difficult than just maintaining your current lifestyle, taking the raise, and saving that. Maybe take a, a percentage um uh, out just to factor in inflation and then possibly consider saving the rest? That's a sound strategy. There really is no one size fits all with this stuff. You know, it's something we talk over with clients, the individual needs and comfort levels, and of course, priorities, right? Some people uh, prioritize different things. And so it's a, it's an, it's a discussion, right? There's yeah. no 100% objectively correct answer to some of this stuff when it comes to uh, the saving side. But in general, if, if we're not saving and we're receiving things like raises and bonuses, well, we're missing out on uh, 
a really good opportunity to begin saving. That's it. Well, get into the savings habit. Maximize those savings. You can work with a team that can help you do that. And then, of course, also help you craft uh, a good retirement plan for you. What does it look like? What could it look like? You can find out in a consultation. We'll open the phones to make that available now to you at no cost, no obligation. Yeah, and if you're worried about, you know, coming into our office and having an advisor talk over your head about investment strategies and all sorts of complicated things in the market, what what we've talked about in this last segment is really more of a a coaching side of what we do. You know, you you just need someone to talk through some of these different decisions, you know, when to save, how to save, how much to put in the 401k, whether or not to increase contributions, and if so, by how much, and will that really make a difference? These are the types of things that we can talk through with you at no cost and no obligation. It all starts with about an hour to hour and a half discussion. So I want to encourage you to come in and, and visit with us for these reasons. Yeah, and as he said, no obligation. I mean, you're not obligated to go forward. It's no cost. It's some of your time. But what a good use of time because you're going to walk away with a lot of information about what could be good strategies for you, good moves to make in your journey to retirement and through retirement. So 800-891-8680 to schedule, 800-891-8680. Now, we talk a lot about the financial red zone, but also if you're already retired and don't feel total confidence in what you have in place, get a second set of eyes on this and a second opinion. 800-891-8680. 800-891-8680. Well, we're now into March. If Did you make New Year's financial resolutions? And if, if so, how are they holding up? Well, coming up, Weston's got some tips to help keep you on track. That's straight ahead on Retire Right Radio. A lot of this segment reminds me of a conversation on behavioral economics in many ways, but also ties back into that coaching aspect. Uh, Weston, you, you mentioned earlier, like your your physical workout uh, regimen. Uh, sometimes we fall off track with that. And sometimes it's easier to stay on track with that with and working with an accountability coach. The same could apply to your financial goals. So now we're in March, and congratulations to you if you're staying on track with any of your resolutions you made at the new year. But if not, you can get back on track. Weston's going to give you many things to consider. One is um, with critical thinking, uh, there's a there's always that temptation out there to follow the trends. How dangerous could that be? Well, it really can be a mistake. I see it when people talk about, you know, when to take Social Security or, again, with the 401ks, maxing out the 401ks, again, blindly, because that's, well, that's what everyone does, right? You got to max out the 401k. Um, You know, going back to the New Year's resolutions, though, in general, and this is where that critical thinking piece comes in, because there's a lot of psychology involved with um, the financial decisions that everyone makes, right, including myself. Uh, I'm not immune to that. But when you have someone who has an objective view that's there with you to talk through all of these things that can come up uh, in the financial realm, well, it, it really adds a, another layer of critical thinking into the mix. And, and that means better decision making overall. Um, so for New Year's resolutions, though, I want to say, hey, if you haven't uh, stuck to them so far when it comes to your financial resolutions, you know, the truth is, according to some numbers I've seen, on, only about 9% of people are able to keep their New Year's resolutions through the year, right? <laughs> right. And and a big part of that is um, goes goes right in line with our three keys to a successful retirement. Number two, there being have a written plan. People who have written goals tend to to succeed on accomplishing those goals much greater on a percentage basis than people who never wrote their goals down. And so, for the same reason, that's why we prioritize having a written plan going into retirement. Uh, there's too many traps and pitfalls that you can run into. And if we have a written plan that accounts for those things, right, whether it's our RMDs that we forgot about or, you know, the fact that there's no more stretch IRA if we're passing along a traditional IRA to a non-spouse beneficiary, well, if we have a written down plan, then we know that we're going to be able to maneuver around all of these different obstacles in retirement. But sometimes it's not easy to see that, and that's why having someone, a a team in this case, that you can work with to help assess the situation and that extra layer of critical thinking is so crucial. 
Yeah, and you know, going back to sounding, reminding me of what we're going to talk about here, behavioral economics is emotion that could come into play also. Another thing that you, Weston, and the team can do is is uh, keep those emotions in check because what if your goal was, I'm going to, I'm worried, I'm scared about the risk I'm in, and I'm going to get a, a handle on it. How do you help people get a handle on their risk and maybe some changes they need to make? Well, I'm not going to just overtly ask someone in our first meeting, you know, what's what's your risk tolerance? Because I find that it gives me a skewed answer and not not to give you you know too much of a look behind the curtain here. But I may ask you something <laughs> like, you know, how much money can you afford to lose? Or when you look at your account going down, um, at what point does that become so uncomfortable? You say enough is enough. I can't afford to lose anymore. And that really starts to get the gears turning and people can sort of find out for themselves actually what their risk tolerance is. You know, perhaps they thought, oh, I'm an aggressive investor. I want growth above all else. And then come to find out they were really uncomfortable with losing money. And mm-hmm. and if that's the case, that indicates that their risk tolerance is, you know, not as, as great as they thought it was. So there's nothing wrong with that. In fact, in retirement planning, it's what we want to see more of. It's It's a lot harder to um, get someone to have that mindset shift when they feel as if they can afford to lose this much because the, the numbers don't lie in that in retirement, you cannot afford to lose as much money if you're planning to take withdrawals from your retirement accounts. That's a mm-hmm. recipe for compounding losses. And it means that when we write up that income plan and it says that the dollars won't run out until age 100, well, if you're in a position where you lose a lot in the market and you're still taking withdrawals, that means that the time in which those dollars are going to run out comes a lot sooner. What about if if, if you said, "Look, I I'm going to I I want to look at my diversification and, and find out even if I am diversified." Are there two areas of diversification you look at? Because I know earlier in life, diversification can apply to our assets. In retirement, does it also apply to what strategies do we have a diversified approach? I guess is what I'm trying to say. That's right. And sometimes people think that they're diversified, but in actuality, when we look under the hood at the portfolio, they're not diversified at all. They're so diversified that everything's the same. And what I mean by that is, you know, you need diversification amongst asset classes and then within an asset class. You know, if we've got uh, 40% of our portfolio in, in the stock market and they're in, um, you know, different ETFs, exchange traded funds, right, a basket of stocks. Mm-hmm. But then we look at what are the individual stocks within each ETF, and it turns out they're either all the same or very a, a lot of overlap, or oh, yeah. they're positively correlated, meaning when they all go up, that's great because they're all going up. But when they go down, they're all moving in tandem downward, right. which is not what you want to see. You know, If you look at some of the, the more uh, prolific investors on Wall Street, the Ray Dalios of the world, they, you know, they write books about this stuff, and they call it the all-weather strategy. The all-weather portfolio is one in which your holdings are not necessarily, you know, you don't need a hundred different holdings to be diversified. That gives the appearance on paper of diversification. But then when you look at it and they're all positively correlated, what you want is more like 10 to 15, maybe 20 negatively correlated assets in which, you know, if one is moving down, you have others that are moving up. Mm -hmm. Now that's within one asset class, right? In this case, the stock market. But Mm -hmm. We want diversification amongst asset classes as well. You want some equities for that growth, but you also need some downside protection going into retirement. And when we're building an income plan is when it really starts to click for a lot of people that it's not so much anymore about taking on the aggressive positions and growth-oriented strategies because of how much you're risking. Now, if we take a certain level of risk off the table, if we have some guarantees around our dollars going into retirement, Uh, then that's a great strategy to allow us to have kind of the best of both worlds, where we have some conservative investments over here that have guarantees against loss or perhaps uh, guarantees on income. And then in the other bucket, we have uh, dollars that are, you know, certainly less certain in that they are, you know, in the market. Therefore, there's a certain level of volatility, but that we are not intending to use those as our primary source of income so that it matters less if those numbers go down in the short term because we're playing for the long term. Now, that is such a sound strategy. And uh, that's what they're going to look at. They'll look at your risk. I mean, that that's part of that process. And and your diversification. Are you diversified? Or do you think you are and you're really not? 
And what Weston just described, they'll take a look at that with you when you schedule 800-891-8680, Looking at, again, you know, if your financial goals were to avoid bad financial habits, what about some of the short-term fads? I mean, I think of like crypto. I don't know how short-term crypto is, but what should we be aware of with that or or be wary of? (laughs) It's a good thing to bring up because we do live in an era now in which there are, you know, all these cryptocurrencies that are popping up. Everyone wants to get in on them early and for good reason, right? If, If you're early into an investment that Uh, has growth opportunities, that means you're going to get more growth out of it. But the thing that you have to be aware of is, you know, if it's speculative in nature, this should not be by any means the cornerstone of your plan, right? Uh, You can't bet it all on something that's speculative uh, because then, you know, you're putting yourself in a situation in which the odds of succeeding are very low. And it goes right into the the volatility conversation. You know, how much volatility can you withstand in your portfolio? If Mm -hmm. you're in retirement and you're drawing an income from these dollars, well, volatility means that when the when it's swinging in the downward trajectory that you've got some compounding losses going again. And as a reminder, that means that those dollars are less likely to last as long as you need them to. And so short-term fads sound nice sometimes, right? Meme stocks uh, where, you know, people are getting in on, say, GameStop or AMC because they hear that that's yeah. the next big thing that's going to uh-huh. blow up. But it's also a good strategy for losing a lot of money. And we don't have a problem with clients saying, hey, I'm going to take a small percentage of my portfolio. Yeah. And and we sometimes say, hey, I get it. That's that's a fun thing to do sometimes. But you can't treat it uh, too different than you would, say, going to a casino. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. I mean, that's exactly how if I step in a casino, I have an amount that I actually plan to lose. But it stops after that. And if I don't lose it all, wonderful. But I don't lose more than that. And that's a great approach to take to the speculative short-term fads. Yeah, exactly. Well, there's so much here. And one of the big uh, goals, if you made this, well, here's a good good day to follow through on it. If you decided, I got to get with somebody, (laughs) this is kind of over my head. I'm near retirement and I'm not exactly sure what to do. Well, you can go ahead and and check that goal off your list right now. If you call in and schedule a review with the team at Roberts Wealth Management, which you can do now and at no cost and no obligation. It's kind of two options here, right? Either spend all of this time that it's going to take to do all the research and educate yourself, staying informed as the world around you is changing. There's legislative changes that affect retirement planning. Uh, Have the emotional discipline all on your own or take some time out of your day. Come in and meet with us. We'll we'll give you a better long-term perspective, a plan that we can execute on together. Consulting with the team of professionals here at Roberts Wealth, uh, it, it takes a lot of the stress out of trying to do it yourself in retirement. And we can put together a plan for you that takes care of all of these things we've discussed, diversification, having awareness around volatility, avoiding those short-term fads, risk management, overall just having the critical thinking necessary to execute on a successful retirement. A successful retirement, that's the goal. And and at Roberts Wealth Management, their goal is to make sure that you do retire the right way. I mean, it's the name of the show, Retire Right Radio. And also, as as Paul Roberts has said many times on this show, uh, maybe to you know, give you that feeling of, he calls it the strut, but, you know, coming in and you may find out everything looks good. You actually could retire now if you wanted to. You don't have to, but you could. Or... There are some things we could work on to get a little bit better before you retire, but we'll see if we can get that in place and, and even uh, expedite the process. You don't know till you come in and find out. That's the whole thing. 800-891-8680 to schedule. 800-891-8680. Bring all your questions, all your concerns, and, and, and not only just questions and concerns, bring your dreams, bring your bucket list, bring all of that into this consultation. And uh, you'll find out, you'll get a look at how they can, in working with you, help make it happen. And it's no obligation, but if you do go forward, what you get out of this first consultation is a wonderful head start. 800-891-8680 to schedule. 800-891-8680. 
8680. I'll tell you how you can get a question to Weston on this show to be answered. Uh, just go to, well, first off, it's easy. Just go to robertswealth.com. You can email it in too, but the easiest way is just to say uh, on the contact tab there, robertswealth.com. Just say, hey, answer this one on the show. And that's what Weston's going to do straight ahead. Answer listener questions on Retire Right Radio. RobertsWealth.com, the website for Roberts Wealth Management. Another great way to reach out and schedule with uh, the team at Roberts Wealth Management about your retirement. You can hear the podcast. You can also say, hey, answer this one on the show. Uh, And we really do appreciate that, uh, getting input and also uh, a little content added from the listeners for the show. It's how we close it out every week. Weston Lindemann is part of the team of All-Star Advisors at Roberts Wealth Management, and this is Retire Right Radio. We'll start with Enoch from Bay Manette. Uh, saying or asking, will drawing from my IRA count towards the total income that I'm allowed to make while receiving Social Security? Okay, so that's an interesting question. I want to clarify it, though, because um, it's not going to, you know, any amount of IRA withdrawals is not going to prohibit you from getting your Social Security benefit by any means. It's not going to detract from it necessarily. However, uh, IRA withdrawals will count towards your income, your taxable income, and therefore will count towards that threshold at which point your Social Security can become taxable. And so uh, just using round numbers for a single filer, that's around $20,000 in taxable income does not count your Social Security in that number. So that's dollars that you receive as income in excess of your Social Security benefit around 20000 for a single filer, around 30000 for a married couple. Um, so uh, if that was your question, then it's not going to prohibit you from receiving Social Security. It's not going to subtract from your benefit outright. You're not going to get a lower benefit, but it will make your benefit taxable, potentially, if you take enough out of your IRA account. That's one of the reasons why okay. we talk so much about Roth IRAs, because Roth IRAs don't count as income. And therefore, you don't have to worry about things like taxes on your Social Security. Exactly. And, uh, yeah, we you devoted an entire segment to talking about good Roth strategies. If you'd like to come in, though, and talk more of overall about your retirement, you can schedule with a call to 800-891-8680, 800-891-8680. Robert and Navarre, I have money in CDs, and I'm charged fees for withdrawing from these accounts. Now, I want my money to be able to grow in an account, but I also want to be able to withdraw from it without any fees if needed. What other kind of accounts can I invest my money in? Well, there are a lot of different investment classes that that you could invest in. If if fees is your main concern, I I think we would need to have a conversation around, um, you know, what what is it that you're, you're worried about with the fees? Is it that with CDs, you, you know, don't like the limited liquidity, you know, in that case, well, an annuity might not be what you're looking for either. Um, But then again, not all of those annuities are going to be of the same type in that you should have access to those dollars with certain kinds of annuities. And so that might be what you're looking for after all. Um, It's a real nuanced question and there's no clear answer here because it's really dependent upon a lot of other questions I would have to ask you, Robert, in order to to give you a straight answer here. But um, in general, uh, you know, you're... You're paying a fee or a trade-off no matter what investment you're in, right? So with CDs, it's liquidity. Um, With certain types of annuities, it's liquidity and limited growth. Um, With the market, it is you get growth and you pay a fee for an advisor to help manage that account, but then you have market risk, right? So there's no perfect investment that gives you, you know, the growth without the risk, without fees, and also has liquidity, that would be the, the ideal, you know, 100% perfect investment. It just simply doesn't exist. And so in order to better understand what would be right for you, we'd have to have a more detailed conversation. So I hope that that helps, um, even though it's not a, you know, specific answer to the question there. Yeah, but it makes sense. I mean, you, you certainly can get more specific with Robert if he came in. Well, the one-on-one, 800-891-8680. Questions for Weston Lindemann on Retire Right Radio. You can get yours in at robertswealth.com. 
Here's Maggie in Biloxi. I'm 65 and I have 1.5 million from divorce proceedings. What should I use to guide the allocation of my assets in my portfolio? A good place to start would be what's called the rule of 100. Now, they say rule of 100. It's more like a guideline, right? It's not a hard and fast rule. But what you do is you subtract your age from 100. This gives you roughly what amount you should have in equity exposure versus protection, some form of a protection asset. So 1.5 million, you're 65 years old, you would like approximately 65% of your dollars, somewhere in that 60% range, to be safer, less at risk than the other you know, 35% of your dollars. And so that's a good starting point, uh, but there's some other things to consider there, such as liquidity needs, um, income needs, risk tolerance, but that's a good place to start when you're looking for a guide on how to allocate across different asset classes. Here's Leona in Katy, Texas. After I move my Roth 401k to a Roth IRA account, is the entire amount of the Roth 401k considered contributions? I need to withdraw some money to cover expenses. I've had my Roth IRA account for over five years. I am under 59 and a half years old. Okay. A couple of different things going on there. So in general, you know, if you're above 59 and a half, let's start there. Uh, You can roll over a Roth 401k to a Roth IRA. That's different than contributions. You know, if you're making a contribution directly to a Roth IRA, there's going to be limits on that. I believe the new number for this year is uh, right at $8,000. And so if you're rolling over from a Roth 401k, say from a previous employer or at retirement, uh, to a Roth IRA, that's not the same as a contribution. There's no limit on the amount there that you can roll over. Likewise, if we're doing Roth conversions, that is, we have pre-tax dollars, traditional IRA, 401k, and we want to get those dollars into a Roth account in retirement, uh, the best strategy to do that, it simply means paying taxes on those dollars now, therefore moving them into the Roth account, um, at which point you have the tax-free growth, but you only get those benefits after the dollars have been in there for five years. And so to your question... Uh, You need to withdraw some money to cover expenses. You have had the account open for five years. However, because you're under 59 and a half, you're not going to be able to make a penalty-free withdrawal there. So if you have an old 401k, and that's where these Roth dollars are coming from, you can roll them into a Roth IRA, but you won't be able to take a withdrawal from the Roth IRA penalty-free as a result of your age. Okay, yeah. Okay, good. Helpful that they put that in because that was an important uh, consideration (laughs) in your answer. Definitely. So many uh, benchmark ages in retirement. Uh, Where they come up with this stuff, I I couldn't tell you. I don't know about the half part, why it's half. Yeah. It's got to be a reason to make it a half. I'll investigate and report back because I I am genuinely curious at this point. What is the reason behind that? I'm sure there is some sort of rationale, but then again, we are talking about Congress here. And so this is true. This is true. You remember the old uh, RMD age pre secure act was 70 and a half, 70 and a half. And then secure act, you know, made it 72. That worked so well. They came out with secure act 2.0. Now it's 73. There's already talk of it being pushed back to 75. Yeah, and I think what that that's in 2033, right? When yeah. I think Although it's not set in stone yet, that's the uh, general guidelines I've heard. Okay, okay. Well, I know that's another thing that you and the whole team uh, have to do, and that's keep up with, well, with the people you work with, changes in their life, certainly, uh, keep up with changes in the economy, and keep up with changes that come out of Washington. Because all of them, as we talked about with Secure Act, could affect retirement. And that's why, Weston, it's not only you're you're not only crafting a plan, but you're tweaking it too, right? Through the process. That is a big part of the value that we add as advisors. And it's why it is so hard to do it yourself in retirement. You know, we're, we're not rocket scientists here. You could go out on your own and learn all the stuff that we already know. The problem is, are you going to keep up to date on all of the changes as they come through the years. Um, You know, we work with clients. Oftentimes I'm talking to thinking, well, I could never do what they did for 40 years, you know, maybe an engineer or a surgeon or something. And and likewise, I wouldn't expect them to to be able to keep abreast of all of the changes in our field because it is constantly evolving. There's 
um, legislative changes, but there's also changes in the market, in the economy, inflation, you know, a lot of things like that that can sneak up on you. And it's better to have a team that you can consult with that's keeping an eye on all of these things. And uh, again, I have to highlight the team there because I myself would have a hard time keeping up with all of this um, if it were just me. But right. Because we have the team approach, I'm able to uh, learn more and more every day as we consult on all of the, the new cases that we're working on together. And wherever you're listening, uh, there is a uh, Roberts Wealth office near you, wherever you are listening. And, and that is in Biloxi, in Daphne, Pensacola, around Houston. Which one's convenient to you? When you call in, they'll work that out. And when you call in to schedule, they're, they're, what they're doing is, I mean, they're, they're just picking a good day and time to come in and meet. Uh, and then you come in and get a lot of information about your retirement that is at no cost and no obligation. Um, you're walking away informed, and that's what it's all about. And it's important to be informed, especially if you're near retirement. You can call in and schedule your comprehensive review and claim yours right now at no cost and no obligation. And so, again, if you're behind on that resolution or, you know, you feel like you're just in general behind on the planning side of things, uh, I hope we didn't overwhelm you with too much to worry about today. But the idea should be that you realize, well, hey, it's a good time to come in, meet with our team, and let's start putting together the groundwork for a successful retirement. Yeah, and, and it and it should, it really should be fun. I'm seriously coming in here. Um, I love my dentist, but I don't like mm-hmm. going to the dentist. But I, this would be fun because if you think about it, you're getting everything together so you can take the longest vacation of your life. And, man, is it ever longer now with longevity? I mean, 30-plus years. Just want to make sure you got it right, that it's right for you as well. And that's the custom approach that they take in, in a fiduciary manner. 800-891-8680 to schedule. 800-891-8680. Again, to schedule. 800-891-8680. Weston, great to be with you again. Look forward to next week and look forward to having you with us next week. We're back at same time next week for Retire Right Radio. Roberts Wealth Management is registered as an investment advisor and only conducts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded from registration requirements. Registration is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean the advisor has achieved a specific level of skill or ability. Information presented on this program is believed to be factual and up to date, but we do not guarantee its accuracy and it should not be regarded as a complete analysis of the subjects discussed. This program is a paid advertisement sponsored by Roberts Wealth Management. All investment strategies have the potential for profit or loss. Discussion should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell or a solicitation of an offer to buy or sell the investments mentioned. A professional advisor should be consulted before implementing any of these strategies discussed. Investments involve varying degrees of risk, and there can be no assurance that any specific investment or strategy will be suitable or profitable for a client's portfolio. Asset allocation, rebalancing, and diversification do not ensure or guarantee a better performance and cannot eliminate the risk of investment losses. References to market results do not represent the performance of Roberts Wealth Management. Historical performance returns for investment indexes and or categories usually do not deduct transaction and or custodial charges of an advisory fee, which would decrease the historical performance results. There are no guarantees that a portfolio will match or outperform a specific benchmark. Tax information provided is general in nature and should not be construed as legal or tax advice. Always consult with an attorney or tax professional regarding your specific legal or tax situation. Roberts Wealth Management is not engaged in the practice of law or accounting. Tax and social security rules are subject to change at any time. Annuity guarantees are subject to the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company.